Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Air Podcast. Shut up, Keon. Welcome. That's how we start that up with abuse. It's our first time. First time, which is oh, okay. I gotta look up here. <laughs> Welcome to the, I had a little bit of coffee, y'all. Uh, <laughs> Keon and Cotty, just know uh, a sip of coffee is a bump of cocaine for Melissa. <laughs> I, watched, I watched the last episode. Last time I had Starbucks coffee, which I didn't, we, uh, I don't know if we canceled it. I'm not quite sure where we are anymore. Um, but Starbucks coffee, I don't believe it's canceled, but it's not as strong as, as Starbucks coffee. Okay. okay, thank you guys so much for joining us today for the Love Hour podcast. I'm your host, this Kev on stage, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host. Why are we not using our microphones? Why are we not using I our microphones? Oh, because we're going Zoom. through Zoom. Oh, okay. The Kev on stage. We're so scattered <laughs> today. Um, welcome. This will be a great episode because, number one, we weren't supposed to be filming this week, and then COVID-19 came and like ruined all of our plans, but we were supposed to be in New Orleans. New Orleans at Essence Fest, having a great time. And then COVID-19 was like, I don't care about your plans, Heifer, you're here at home. So we're at home, but it's so great because uh, we have two fantastic guests that we've never had on the podcast. What? This is on a 10. Am I? Yeah. I didn't feel like I was. <laughs> it's not that, it's not oh that bad. God, we're here today. We have two amazing people. Welcome to WrestleMania. We got Hulk Hogan versus the Brothers Bastards. <laughs> and Stone Cold, I will see you at WrestleMania this Sunday. Hell in the cell. Me versus you. One man walks out alive. So you guys can see Josh. <laughs> Hulk Hogan stuff. Listen, <laughs> killing everything. Uh, it's not even that much. I, I really didn't have, I'm really, I don't feel like I'm hyper right now. I really don't. No. <laughs> Anyways, we have Cardi and Kian Poli. Guys, thank you for having us. Son of yes. What? Your dad's name is Keith? My dad? Yeah. Yeah. And his brother. Yeah. Oh, Kev said son of Keith. I didn't know what he said. I was just like, how do you know that information? That's weird. You nope. guys really do research. <laughs> I saw your, uh, your, when you try to prank your dad and it didn't work, and you're like, this is dumb anyway. <laughs> it's so stupid, bro. Because like, he paid attention. He was like, my chin? I said, what are you doing? Like, what are you? You were so dis- disappointed <laughs> that he didn't fall for the prank. So we are here. This is going to be a great episode because we actually don't have like any ads because we're supposed to be gone. So we're just going to be sitting up here talking and getting to know the love story of the police. Um, if you are unfamiliar with Keon and Cardi, how about you guys introduce yourselves to the peepos? Uh, go ahead. Uh, my name is Caridad. Probably Pole. I don't know, but... We're going to go with Polly. She, went, she went extra. My name is Caridad. <laughs> well, that's my Polly. name. It's not Caridad. I mean, that's it's not true. It's like, people constantly butcher my name. Like, it means charity. It's Caridad. It's a Spanish word. Say it right. Um, but you go by Cardi, right? I go by Cardi, yeah, for sure. Which just makes it easier for people. Um, and then my middle name is Japanese, if you want to get even crazier. but What? Sakura. That's her middle name. That's my middle name. What does what it did mean? You say? It means cherry blossom. Oh, that's beautiful. Is it Japanese? Yes, Sakura. Her name is All Eyes Matter. Like her <laughs> name has every every ethnicity there is. Her name has it. I don't know what was going on. I wanted to say, God bless you. Did you say that? <laughs> that's 
beautiful though. What is your ethnicity, race, nationality? Uh, my dad is everything. <laughs> everything. My dad is Puerto Rican Hawaiian and my mom is white. But I was raised by my mom, so there's a lot of confusion there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. When I met her, I didn't know what she was. I didn't know what I was. <laughs> like for the longest, I just saw pictures of my dad. I was like, okay, he's black, and then my mom was white. At one part, well, at one point, I thought she might have been Latin because she. Wait, I'm confused. My dad is Puerto Rican, but like when I saw pictures of him growing up, I just thought he was black because he was brown, oh, oh, Afro, like so. I would tell people like I'm half white, I'm half black. Like I just Got didn't it. know. So okay. yeah, there's a lot of confusion there. Okay. I was just like, I would like to hit that. That's as far as I thought it through. Keon's, yeah, just, Keon's just regular black from the Oakland <laughs> Oakland area. And that's it. And Connie has all these extra things. He's just like, sex with you, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's as far as I thought it through. That's so it. how about we start with how did you guys meet? What's your love story? You know, all the juiciness. You want me to tell it? Yes, you tell like it. No, you tell if she it. People do this before they tell it. <laughs> this is why. This is why we do that because if she tells it, it's gonna be, and then half is gonna be left out. I'm not gonna make any sense. It was just, sixty degrees. It, it was a night. The stars were out. Details, the had a lot of unnecessary detail because he actually doesn't remember stuff. But the more detail he adds, people think that he's telling the truth, but actually they're lies. <laughs> I believe Kev. Kev's a solid guy. Uh, we met, um, actually I was on stage. I've only been doing comedy for like a second and I was on stage at a show. I'm doing this bit that I don't even do anymore. And it was about a movie. I, I can't remember the movie, but anyway, she yells out mid set. You didn't shot my pinky toe. Right. And thinking I was talking about Harlem nights on stage, I was, which I, wasn't. I was quoting Harlem nights. Oh, okay. And, we definitely need and I was like, See, you need more context. It wasn't. It wasn't the right movie. And I said, uh, "Just because you're cute, don't mean you could be talking while I'm up here." And they were plastered, by the way. They had been. You almost drinking. got kicked out. <laughs> so much. They were so drunk. We had never been to a comedy show before either. We didn't know how to act. I was like, "Be quiet." You know what I mean, you're fine, but be quiet. Like, so then after the, I got off stage or whatever, um, the comic that I was with at the time, he wanted to hit on her friend. And I was like, but he had a chick there already. But when you in my city and I'm hosting, you know, I'm wingman, I'm a host, I'm, I'm gatherer. You know, what you want, what you need, baby, I've got you. So he was like, I want, I want to holler at that. I was like, I'm with you. So I was like, yo, my friend, I forgot what I said. Oh, it doesn't matter. And then um, she was there. I was like, oh, what did I say? He came over to holler at my friend or his friend. And then while doing that, was trying to get my number while the show was still going on. Two birds, one stone. While there's a comedian like, up on why? stage. Was just another the nerve one else was on stage? Yes. Yeah, it was very rude. And had a nerve to say, I was heckling. But again, I was just like, I would like sex with that. So it was just, <laughs> I didn't care. Usually not how people introduce their love story. I would like sex with this, this person. Oh my God. That's, at the time, that's where, that's who I was, right? <laughs> <laughs> How long ago? And, and so, like, uh, anyway, I was like, I'm having a Super Bowl party tomorrow. Y'all should come through, right? So they come through, and no, you didn't invite me. I did. I said you guys are coming. You're no, you no, guys. he invited her, and then I think they asked if it was okay if we went because you had other girls there. 
Yeah, I still but want you to But you didn't invite comment. me, so he didn't invite me. I think I invited her. I think she's fine. But C comes through. She comes to the party or whatever. She loves – just go ahead and tell the elevator part because you love that part. So we're coming in. It's me and my friend and the guy because he came down to greet us. And lo and behold, Keon comes down with this girl in the elevator. He's got, like, his hand on her, on her back. So he's clearly, like, you know, bringing her out, switching them off. I didn't say a word because we just met the other day. It's not that big of a deal. Like, I was fresh out of a relationship, too. Um, I you just wanted too. to hit I as well. I wasn't in no kind of relationship whatsoever. <laughs> I was just being courteous and escorting women out because a new one was coming. I didn't kind of find out there was like multiple there. And then his dad was like mad because he was like, why did you pick out all those girls? Cause then he just brought me in and then they were fine. They were beautiful. So I can understand as a upset, but, uh, yeah. So anyway, they come in and, uh, you know, they, we, they're hanging out. And then, uh, the dude who, Shower main nameless. I think you know him, Kev. But uh, he was he started tripping. He was very emo. He starts tripping. Her friend. He said her friend had said something about my house when she walked in. So I was like a little rude. She said I didn't say anything. I apologized to her. No big deal, right? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "I'm go up to get uh, some water for us because you know we got to take a break from our makeout session. We were just making right? out. We were just time. going at it. I don't know why. I didn't know. I didn't know this girl at all. I just, I was sitting on his lap. This is this is, this is pre-COVID, so we were risking it all. You know? I don't even think I knew his name entirely. It is what it is, you know. So I went to take a break, you know, get some some water, you know, I'm a little parched. We were going, you know, and uh, I said, "Hey, mama, anybody want water?" He was like, "No, I, I ain't talking to you, man." And uh, I was like, what, "What's your problem?" And he was like, uh, "You you chose her over me." I was like, "What are you talking about right now, bro?" And then uh, you have to go get him. Yeah. Yeah. One of the kids woke up. Ah, well, it was a good run. <laughs> so we were like, we, I was like, what are you, you know, what are you talking about, blah, blah. Anyway, he used a bunch of foul language, called me out of my name in my house. So I'm like, well, we have to, I have to kill you now. Like, that's, that's how that goes. You, we have to fight. And my brother's like, no, 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 no. You know, we're going to get evicted, blah, blah. I was like, but he has to die. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> like, I didn't. I didn't care. And my brother's like, please don't. So we don't. But here's what killed me. I just met her, you know, the day before. Yeah. All of a sudden, she starts turning up. Well, you want to? And I was like, oh, I have me a little thug on my hands. This is <laughs> a little thug on my hands. He starts turning up. She going at him. I'm going at him. And he was like, you know what? I don't even want no problem. He ended up leaving sleeping in his car or something like that. But I was like, oh, she, okay. She she cool. She's cool. She was with everything. I'm with whatever, guess. She was like, she turned up. And I was like, oh, okay. So then um, the next day, we was texting everything. And I was like, yo, this girl's super funny. Like, super funny. And, uh, yeah, we just, that was that was it from there. I mean, we used to break up a lot before we got to this point. You know what I mean? But <laughs> this happened a little while ago. How long ago was that? What? When, when did you guys meet? 2012. 2012? Eight, eight years ago? Yeah. And how okay. long have you guys been but, married? Four? Almost five? Mm. Four and a half? But see, we were destined to meet because there was another way that we could have met. Yeah. Take it um, away. <laughs> <laughs> she just, I just wanted to make sure you're telling the story correct. Good? Yes, okay. she did. So, uh, another comedian was dating at the time. This is when I was single before I even knew who she was, right? This is months before we met. 
another comedian was dating this girl and I was like, yo, what's up with your homegirls? You got any friends? And she was like, I don't know. You know how girls be, I don't know. I don't really want your, my friends, me and you. You be, yeah, yeah. I'm like, whatever. Let me see. Okay. And she was like, go on my Facebook and let me know if you see somebody you think is cute or whatever. I see this girl in this blue dress and I'm like, yo, hook me up with the girl in the blue dress. Right. And she, what up, bro? Hi. Hey, man, man, you should be, should be Aww. boy, boy. It's so great. Yeah. He thinks there's monsters in his room. Aww. He said he sees their eyes Aww. looking at him. You should be, should be boy, boy. Remember our kids used to be like that? No, that's so sweet. Okay, go ahead, Keon. Yeah, so she was like, uh, I said, let me hook me up with the girl in the blue dress. She never does, right? And then one day, she's out with the girl. I was like, oh, you guys know each other. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, hold up. You're the girl in the blue dress. Mm. So it turned out I was checking for her like five months before we met. Dang. But the girl never hooked us up. And then we met. And then it, it all came back to me later. Like, yo, I've been asked about you, but your friend never, never plugged it. Mm. And then, so I was going to meet her regardless. It was just. At some point or another, it was going to happen. It was going to happen. Yeah, he just didn't know I was going to be crazy. No, I didn't know that at all. <laughs> that I did not expect. Okay, so you guys oh. met eight years ago. You've been married uh, coming up on five years. And so what was dating? Like, how has dating? I know you guys talked about. We've actually on the podcast, we have talked about. Um, uh your family of origin stuff and I, th I think that's what we also talked about with you guys is how your family of origin then impacts and comes into play with like in your relationship with your partner so you guys talked about you guys broke up and that kind of thing so take us through some of that stuff yeah I used to break up with him constantly like I think like every other month like and, and I remember too like he made a comment about like us and I was like oh like are we dating and he was like yeah and I was like no you need to ask me you need to ask me to be your girlfriend and he did and then the next day I said yes, and then the next day I dumped him. So. No, we broke up, like, literally, like, honestly, she was, like, she made this whole big deal. Like, you ain't made it official. We've been seeing each other for, like, seven months. No, it was nine months. We were sleeping together for nine months. We've nine been months? Y'all didn't, didn't know what y'all was? I, listen, kids, there's a lot about me. I used to trap him in my room, like, as basically some sort of, like, sex worker. Like, I would just be like, look, I'm going to go to work. There's food in the kitchen. I have the master bathroom and bedroom. So you're good right here. But like, I'll be back in like eight hours. <laughs> and I would just make him stay in there. Like, and I couldn't break and the chains that I, that I was like, I was trying to get free. I was putting SOS signs. Like we were kicking <laughs> it tough. And then she's like, oh. Man, you, you ain't made it official, blah, blah. I was like, okay, fine. You know. Official. Well, why did you make it official. Yes, Gina, I will marry you. <laughs> By the way, I asked Melissa out to date me, and she said yes. And then 15 days later, she was like, "Hi, we're not together." And I was like, "What?" But I did That's this. Bread. I did this to your knee, and she was like, "Nope, <laughs> not my boyfriend." And I was like, "What are we? Nothing." And then I had to ask her again. That's why our anniversary is not May 1st, 2000. It's May 15th, because two weeks <laughs> of dating she robbed me of because she wasn't clear. I am here for the ask and make it plain. The Bible says. I made it plain. You did not. <laughs> the Bible says what? The Bible. I was, I was interested. I was like, okay, what verse is this? I'd like to look that up. The Bible says plenty of things. I don't know which one I wanted to make my point yes. at this moment. But for like, because there's a history to my pre her. She's my first girlfriend. Hmm. Okay. Like, like pre her. 
pre her, I was in them streets. Oh, Keanu oh, yeah. was a sex monster. The, the highway, the freeway. They people have talked about Keanu. In Montana. Montana. No, it, Keon in Montana. He he went oh. to play basketball in Montana. And boy, he had a thing for pink nipples. Let me tell you. Like, what. Probably the only black dude in the whole <laughs> he state. He was. He was out. No, it, well, I had teammates. So <laughs> it was teammates and then the um, Air Force Base. So that's where all the black dudes were at. The Air Force Base and the basketball team. That was all the black dudes. In shuttlesworth in Montana. <laughs> Pretty much. And then after that, it just. Knitting. Wait, I came back to the Bay and the same thing. I don't know. Where'd you guys yeah, yeah, we met. In the, I, so I went to I went to school, you know, and then I came back home to the Bay Area. We met in the Bay. Okay, got it. Yeah, so I was like twenty seven. But we met. Yeah, I was. No, I was twenty seven. You were. Oh, I was twenty six. I think. So, so when we met, yeah, she was my first. Because from age sixteen to twenty seven, like I said, I was just like he was brutally honest with people. Hot boy summer after hot boy summer after hot boy summer for you. Just, just it was just. And I, it was like I was like, all right, man, that's that's. And I was opposite. I was in like relationship after relationship after relationship. Like there was no break. And these were like five year relationships. Dang. Like, yeah. Like I had my first serious relationship from like 13 to 18. I mean, if you can call it serious, but like it just didn't stop. Like I had, I never had a break. So we were on complete opposite tracks and mindset. At 13, I was still playing with toys secretly. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody, but I would get home and like close the door to my room and be like, psh, psh, psh. <laughs> And Cotty was like, this is my first love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shoulders. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just got warm. Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say that I felt like we should do an ad. That's why I, I know. It, it feels it so felt weird. Felt I feel like naked. Yeah. Y'all give this video for free, huh? It was Nothing on you, boom. You're just not going to give us any ads because we said don't give us any ads. Uh, no. How dare you listen to us? We but, didn't know about COVID. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys dated off and on, and then you guys got married, and then you guys. Well, no. Before well, we got back together officially. Okay. I had to, I had to you know. Yeah, because I had, like, I, for me growing up, like, there was a lot of, like, abuse and violence and chaos. And so, like, for me, that was just a normal lifestyle. And so I didn't really know how to be in a mature, productive relationship. Mm -hmm. And so when he got with me, like, I was just all over the place. Like, I didn't have any sort of stability. Like the only kind of thing I remember, I mean, my dad was like vaguely in and out of my life, but like the one thing he said to me was, um, no matter how beautiful you are, I know I'm not going to say what he said, but he basically said, people are not going to understand. No, I know that I'm just saying what he said was very vulgar. Yeah. And so he was basically like, no matter how beautiful you are, men get tired of the same. Got you. Ah. And so I really took that in and like seeing my mom constantly be abused, like physically, emotionally, and mentally, I was like, oh, well, I'm gonna just do that to other people then. So like, I always ended up dating really good people, but treating them like trash, because that is, that's what I had seen. You had that Ricky Bobby syndrome, like people can like tell you something, maybe even offhand or on purpose, and you, you totally internalize that. And that is yeah. like that helps frame the way you see the world and therefore frames the way you see relationships and they become self-fulfilling prophecies. Like even if it's not going that way, you're like, oh, this is, oh my God, this is going to happen. Let me make sure mm -hmm. it does. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that makes a lot of sense. I'm learning about this in, in therapy about how, you know, your life is, your, your, you're so long. 
Yeah, and yeah. I saw my mom as weak, and I never wanted to be seen that way. So I was like, I'm going to be the one that's, like, stepping on other people. And, and that really messed with my mind. And so, but Keon just, it's annoying, but he's, like, an exemplar human being. Like, he... But how do you also be a jerk, though, Keon? Because I'm a likable jerk. Like, I'm so likable. <laughs> and so... <laughs> And my jerkness, it just, it all comes from a good place. I'm just being very honest with people. Yeah, Sometimes right. my delivery is trash. Yes. And that's, that's so people are like, oh, he's a jerk. But what he said today, But it was like, <laughs> don't tell people to shut up. That's, that's, what, exactly I, that's what I do. I tell them, like, if they don't understand, they can shut up. But I also realize the fault in that, but also you can't, you can't whoop me. So what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I just, and then so with her, she has so much going on. I was just, so she's coming from that, and I'm coming from the two-parent home, the stable life, and also being single. So every little thing she did, I was like, I don't need this. I don't, I don't, I don't need this. So every time she would break up with me, I was like, cool, that's fine. This is, this is a load off. That's great. I'm going to go back in the streets. A load off? <laughs> I would just go back in the streets. And then she would come crawling back out of the woods. Like, I'm sorry, I didn't know what I had. Blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, well, you are funny and you are fine. So, all right. right? And then. Hey, like Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, she would come crawling. And her little nubs was kicking real fast like this here. She had no nubs. She was <laughs> the major pain story. And then she'd come back. Yes. And we'd get back together. And then she'd fly off the handle about something else, break up with me. And I'd be like, good. I don't, I don't need this. I don't, I don't need this. How long did this happen? How long was this period? Oh, for a while. And then we would we would rock for a, a while, and then break up for like a month or two, and then rock for a while, break up. Maybe then, like two years. Yeah, and then the I last moved to New York. going back and forth, off and on. Yeah, like yeah, I moved to leave. New York. Like, oh wow, she was gone for real. Yeah, and I was like, okay, the streets be calling, and I was just. <laughs> just <laughs> I was like, this is my destiny. This is who I'm supposed to be. This I'm. <laughs> I remember. Well, enjoy New York. She was, she was like, I'm leaving. I was like, okay, that it was like Usher. You don't have to. Me and my boys got in the car. I was like, to the club it is. And then, like, <laughs> we was, dude, dude, we, we drove to the club, and then we were in the club every weekend, Friday and Saturday, going out during the like. We were just, and this is just. What I was like, yeah, here. I don't know whoever that name is. Whatever. And we was doing that, and then she calls me, and she's like, "Oh, I'm coming back, and like, you, you know, I miss talking. You're my best friend." Blah blah blah. I don't think I said that. <laughs> We've come to the realization because people say that all the time, but like, I don't know. Yeah, really she didn't. She didn't friends. say that. She, don't she was like, you, she was like, "You're my." Well, she was like, "You're the person I talk to every day. That's who I'm used to talking to. That's who I share everything with." We always had great conversations. And she was like, "I'm, I'm, I'm gonna move back." And at the time, I was messing with this. One girl. Which I just learned about <laughs> as of like two weeks ago. On a yeah, what you talking, Mr. Paul? He reveals that he was like in bed with somebody while I was like, hey, maybe we should get back together. But. And what did you say to her? Out of respect. I, I was like, because like I said, I, I'm very honest. And I told the young lady, I got off the phone. I said, hey, young lady. <laughs> um, the lady who I actually have feelings for is thinking about moving back. So. You pretty much, you have two weeks for whatever you need to get out, and then you have, that's it. And I've got to cut it off. 
I'm no cheater. So I gotta, you know. Oh my you, God. <laughs> I said, hey. And then she said, okay. Well. Like, okay, bye, Connie. Hello, I know you probably heard part of that. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna give you the parts you didn't hear. You'll be done. Today's the 30th. You'll be done by the 15th of July. It was great. I mean, I really, I mean, I want to call but you a backup plan. My main plan. You were just, okay, it's a backup plan. If you just want to be honest, it was just a backup plan. So, uh, but my plan A is back. So you'll be leaving shortly now. I want to find this it. girl. <laughs> oh, this girl right now is like, men in the bay is trash. This is why I don't like men. I was, I, I was in the bed with one and he called somebody else. He kicked me out that day. She's married. She's fine. So, <laughs> she still keeps up. We're Facebook friends, but I don't even—I don't know what she's doing now. But I'm now so I know that he laid old girl off. <laughs> hey, I'm not firing you, but but I mean, either way, you're not going to be working here anymore. So take no. it how you want. Oh. on unemployment. It, it's been great. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I was very honest, and I just was like, because I was always—I'm always—I'm still afraid. I'm afraid of women. Because I don't trust, I don't trust you guys' brains. I don't so I would watch, I would watch my boys get cars keyed and you know stalkers, and I was like, I'm just gonna give you the truth and give you the option, and you can take it or leave it. I'm, but I'm not gonna be the one. Terrorizers. Huh? I said you and your boys were just a group of terrorizers. No, they weren't. They were actually like, just like, yeah, let's we're along for the ride. Why are they getting like, cars keyed if they were such great people? Oh, you talking about those guys? Oh, yeah, those. Well, those because they were. It's I had different friends. I have my my friends that I grew up with, which are like nice guys. Then I had like my athlete friends. Uh, they were like, and then I had you know, then I got into comedy. And had my entertainer friends. So it's like different types of friends. And my regular friends are just like you know teachers and nice guys and you know. But my athlete friends was like, <laughs> what are we doing? Anytime. You know what I mean? It's, it, it means it's, it's terrible. You about to get into some He's never been like, hey, gonna cook dinner for my wife. No. It's never something good after this. Shenanigans. Always raw sex. <laughs> <laughs> never like orange slices for my son's soccer party. <laughs> I feel like the hand rub baby, he made it evil. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. There's nothing good coming out of that. No, you can't do a hand rub and come correct after that. It has to be. Girls Club is doing this like, I love the kids. Nonprofit organization. I'm setting up a yeah. Never. Yeah. You can't do it. <laughs> so, yeah. We, so, when we got, when she came back, um, she drove to the bay, flew in. No, you, were at, you went to your sister's first, right? Well, at first, when he gave that girl the notice, she said, okay, no, yeah, let's never get that part. She's like, okay, no, I'm good. And then she Well, we don't, because that, that part's not important. We don't and need then that. She called him. <laughs> we don't need and then she called him and was like, actually, I will take that two weeks. Thank you. But that so they slept together for another two weeks. And then you gave it, what, a couple of days before I came back? Ah, no. Yeah, poorly. You were acting poorly. <laughs> that wasn't unnecessary detail, I feel. I feel like it was. Objection, overruled, relevant. <laughs> Worry, you will, you will keep that statement. Very necessary. You laid her out with it to the manager for the work. No, I know it was her option. She said, I'm gonna work for free. And I said, okay, well, I, you know what I mean? Like I- <laughs> The severance pop. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't, you know, so I was like, okay. 
And then, but respectfully, I knew she was coming back. So I was like, you know, you got to cut it off at this date because I got to, I got to cleanse for a couple of days. You know what I mean? So I don't want, I don't, you can't go back. Kind of back. That's Phil. That's Phil. By, for, by the way, for anybody who's watching, yes, I, I grew up in the church, but hey, you know, I was out there. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just, because I feel like you, you, they're going to be judging me like this. <laughs> you was, look, okay. We all, uh, this is this is my philosophy, and so far so good. I watched people get in serious relationships at a young age and be in unhappy marriages because they were young, they didn't know what they were doing. But I figured I'm gonna use my entire twenties to get everything I can out of my system, so later in life, nothing. I'm chilling, okay. and so far it seemed like that's it, it worked because I literally be like, I, I don't care. Like women think, approach, well, I just be like, ah, okay, yeah, that's fine. I got a, a wonderful family. I'm out. Like, but I feel like if I didn't do what I did, I don't know if I would be like that. Yeah, Cotty, I feel like get it, Yeah, I just feel like get it out of your system though is not quite the right like terminology though because I feel like people think that it's like, oh, I'm gonna do all this freaky stuff and then I'm gonna be in this boring marriage where like we don't do anything and like I got that all out of my system. Like, I want to be clear that like finding then somebody to just be that person with that like completes all those like things that you're looking for is important. Like yeah. it doesn't mean that like you get it out of your system and then you go and get in like a boring relationship. Yeah. yeah. When I say get out of the system, I just meant, yeah, I just meant multiple. I don't want anybody thinking I'm not any fun. No. Right, right, right. No, right, you right. from you guys' performance on karaoke, we know you were a, you were a great <laughs> Yeah. I say get them out of my system like multiple, like all the ones. This was actually made me slow down. I, I was getting so bad. I called my dad. And I said, hey, man, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm wild. And then he told me the dopest thing I've ever heard in my life. He said, hey, son, you know, one day you're going to get you're going to get tired of this. Like, it's going to get old. You're going to want to settle down one day. And then what you're going to do is you're going to want to find the type of woman that you like. But what you're going to do is you're going to take different attributes from all the women you mess with. So cooks like her and does this like her and does this like her. And then you're going to try to form this perfect woman. And she doesn't exist. Yes. And I was like, yo, he was like, you keep grabbing from too many people and you're going to try to make this mold. That's not going to happen, bro. So you got to chill. And I was like, you are absolutely right. And I, I perfect, perfect wife. And, and that's, 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 that's not a real thing. That that's not is, well, not only that, I, two things. Number one, that sound advice. I've never heard it put that way. And I think he's absolutely right. Uh, that you end up again, having all of these relationships and you think, you know, this person reject, but this part I like. And then you, again, you've experienced all of these things and then you want to create the level 10 version of who your spouse will be. And yeah. you know, that doesn't happen. But the other side of that, I think a lot of times for um, people, we assume everybody has the get it all out of my system personality. And there are people out there who are relationship people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the, even at a young age, there's people I know off the top of my head that I can think of that are actually. I'm not really looking to like sow my royal oats, so to speak. I am actually looking for the real person that I want to spend the the rest of my. Not saying that you may be in a mature position to handle yeah. everything that comes with being a spouse, a husband, a wife, or whatever. But there are people out there that's like I'm not really a date, a serial dater like that. And there's yeah. nothing. I just want to speak to those people because I'm one of those people. And I often think people think you're young, go do what you want to do, and you like. But I, that's not even the life I live. Like right. that's just not who I am. So I speak for y'all too that like those people exist yeah. as well. 
And my uh, my friends who weren't the athletes, that's how they were. They were just like, nah, man, I just want a girlfriend, man. Yeah. And I'm like, but, but, but look at, look, it's so many. You know, I was like, like that. I was, I was, I felt like as a man, I needed to be like Keon was, but I was like, ah, that's really not me. Like, I'm not, I can't balance, but I want to have a whole bunch of this and that. Like, you know, a lot of my friends were like, man, you got to go out here and fulfill every erotic desire, you know? And yeah. I was like, no, but I like Melissa, you know? But also <laughs> what helped frame that is my brother got a girl pregnant at 16. And I was like, oh, oh, this also is a thing that I definitely don't like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. it, it severely altered the trajectory of his life yeah. and, and her life mm -hmm. and the kid's life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't want that either. Yeah. I want to have all the options available to me. And having a kid at 16, 17, or 18 is going to tremendously hinder, you know, that ability. But I feel like my predisposition was to be like Keon and his friends were like, you know, that's what's kind of glorified, at least for men. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, go out here and have all the sex you can. And then later on in life, you know, like Cotty said, get married, you know, picket fence, two kids, dog. And the little bit of that inclination is like, it'll, it'll be a little bit boring, but at least you had your fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just did, I just watched, I watched old, cause I'm not a person that, um, I'm not hard headed when it comes to learning lessons. So when it came, when I got to that point where I wanted, you know, I'm watching people, I was like, I know I don't want that. And I don't want that. And I don't want that. Like I'm watching guys get, you know, when the ladies leave and they're just complaining nonstop. They hate their marriages and they hate their relationship. And I'm like, I never had a chance to do it. And I'm just like, I'm not doing that. So I'm going to watch cause I don't want, I don't want that. They just look so unhappy and everything. And then, even the stuff they were like, and then I got to deal with all the, everything they talked about relationship wise sounded terrible. Mm -hmm. So that's part of the reason too. I was like, I don't want a relationship because yeah. it sounds horrible. It sounds like it's unhappy. It sounds like you're just, somebody's always nagging you or not letting you be who you want to be or really, everything sounded bad. Yeah. People don't just, invent the good things like, Oh, me and my wife, we baked last night and it was great. It's literally like, yeah. oh, man, she was tripping or he was, you know what I'm saying? Like, what'd you say? Oh, uh, Oh, it was a lot right then. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to say that. Sorry. Yeah. So um, when she was when she was anyway when she was about to come back, she was like, uh, you know, I think we should get back together, blah blah blah. And you know, after so many breakups, I was like, okay, this is I, I've pretty much laid out like a list, and I said, if you can't do these things, no, like just straight up, I need this, this, and this. If you cannot do them, what? There's no point in trying this because this is what I absolutely need. And then she was like, okay, that's fair enough. And well, I need this from you. And I was like, okay, no problem. Because on the flip side, like, even though she said she came from all this, you know, turmoil, I came from nothing. I had no idea how to be in a relationship because I was just in the streets. So I don't know. So she, a lot of our arguments and stuff would happen because she'd be like, how do you not know this? And I was like, because I don't deal with people. So I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know I was supposed to think about this or it's just always been me. Yeah. Right. So I, I had no idea. I had to care about how you feel. What? That's a thing? I, I, I didn't know that. I, didn't, I have to take you into consideration in my decisions. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't. I don't know. So we both were learning. Say that, Keon, because I there's so many times in my marriage now, and it's you know our 16th wedding anniversary just passed, and it's been like 20 years of being together, and I still feel like that sometimes today. Like, man, I really didn't know. You know what I mean? Because it's like. <clears throat> the stuff you deal with early years zero through five and five through 10, like in order to get through year 16, there's stuff that you couldn't even have began to deal with in year one. Cause you really had to go through the basics of mm -hmm. this and that. So what feels, and it feels a little more like, man, I really should know this after all this time together. And I still like, 
am very new to this. You know what I mean? It feels like uh, you haven't been doing a good job because you feel like you should know that, yeah. you know, being with this person all the time. And um, and it doesn't always feel like that. And that kind of makes you feel like, hey, bro, I'm tripping. Yeah, it's 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 a it's interesting, especially when she is like. She honestly, like every Father's Day or whatever comes around or just randomly, she always tells me, like she lets me know, like you're appreciated. Aww. You know, but like basically she puts so much pressure on me, I can't mess up. <laughs> like she, she, the way she talks about me to other people, the way she talks about me to me, the way like she, she, what she, Indy I read the truth me. Like she, <laughs> she laid, like remember when you heard that song, you was like, who is this dude? He must be amazing. I want to meet him. I don't want to date him, but I at least want to learn from him. Like she, <laughs> she made him sound like this guy that was just incredible. And then like, so she'll write something or so, and I'll be like, like I was in the shower the other day just thinking about like, I got, I got to I got I to gotta, I gotta, I gotta be, be this guy that she tells people I am. Like, I got it. This is a lot. Well, in like, some ways, too, I feel like he's the father that I never had. Like, not that, like, oh, like, I'm sleeping with my dad or anything weird like that. But it's just a thing that's, like, sometimes he'll, like, bust in the room and, like, he'll, like, discipline the kids. And I'm like, yes, okay. All right. I'm gonna go sit over here, too. Like, because I never had that, like, positive male role that, like, means well and, like, wants you to do better. And... And is uh and is really like changing your life. And so for me, like sometimes he says things to the kids, and I'm like, <laughs> I like. Bro, them. one time she told me she was like, "You're you're my first example." What did you say? It was like two Father's Day. She was like, she, "He is my example of what a man should be." I was like, "I yeah. can't live up to that. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't be the example of what a man is." I guilt him into being good. I was like, I can't. <laughs> I almost sort of deleted. I like, I know it's Father's Day and all that, but take that down. I can't be this guy. I can't be this model citizen. I'm going to fail. I fail every day. Like, don't don't put this pressure on me, Ricky Bobby. I, I actually put understand that. On me, Ricky Bobby. I can't do it. And what you're saying though. Really? Yes. I think especially when it is public. Yeah. You feel like, oh my God, how am I gonna measure up to me? Or at least who <laughs> you think I am. Because I because you personally feel like you fail and you're not measuring up and you're not, you know, crossing every T and dotting every I and checking off all the boxes. And so for you to see me like that, you like actually I was just cussing you out of my head and you were no, saying that about no, me. No, it's not that. It is Am I going to disappoint you one day? Mm. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Like, even, even we get in arguments, like we'll leave the argument. I'll be like, now is that the man she told everybody you are? Huh? <laughs> is that who, that who you're supposed to be? Huh? I'll be in the closet disciplining myself. <laughs> this ain't what you're supposed to be doing. You are, you are the epitome. Is this what a is this what a good husband look like? This is the father? This is the father? I grab myself by the shirt of like, look at yourself. Look at yourself. That's part of the reason why like when we like when my comedy platform started getting bigger or whatever and I got on social media. And I was just like, I never posted my kids or my wife or because I don't want people in my business because I like I wanted to ask you guys how you guys because now that like I post her a lot more, we do our stuff together, whatever, whatever. And I see people all the time like relationship goals. I'm like, no, no, we're not. Don't do, don't, don't put that pressure on me. Don't. I was, I was like, every time somebody says that, I was like, I think about Kevin Melissa. Like, how do you guys deal with people looking at you like that? There it is, right there. 
that's, that's what you're supposed to do. Low key. So in the first Love Hour tour, that was our title. We are not relationship goals. Before Mike Todd wrote his book, our book was going to be We Are Not Relationship Goals. Like there is a certain added pressure of what we don't, there's a couple of things. One, we don't want to be for people's marriages. Look at Kevin Liss. You should do that because he does this or she does that. Like, because that's unfair. That's what I used to do in our marriage early. Like my pastor does this, so you should be like that. And this will be like, but that's not me and you're not him. You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing. Two, that is almost always used as an attack in some ways. You know what I mean? Like not intentionally, but it's like, well, look at them. And then, and it, it kind of makes it feel like th- that we don't go through stuff. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, I don't think we, I don't, especially if you watch the podcast, if you watch the podcast, you are much more aware of our struggles. But if you just look at social media, that is more of like the highlights. You know, I yeah. post when she looks amazing or we're on vacation, but the podcast is like, if you listen to that, you'd be like, no, bro, they be, they're pretty honest about their struggles. But most people don't watch all your content. So they might yeah. only follow us on Instagram. And therefore, it's me gassing her up every once in a while or, saying, or her saying, you know, happy Father's Day to me or whatever that case is. And neither of those are a real accurate representation of a full picture of a relationship. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just the highlights. You know, like if LeBron goes for 40 points or James Harden, like sometimes they miss 20 shots that game. But right. doesn't put that on there. It's like, oh, this dunk or this last second shot. You think that, you know what I'm saying, that they had a great game, but they could have had a lot of turnovers or whatever. And I feel like that's kind of how a relationship can be sometimes. Um, it's and, and also because some people don't post their wife or husband, they don't, you know, for whatever reason, kind of like your reason for being private, people are like, how you would never know that, you know, you better big me up, better gaff me. If my husband don't do this, you know what I'm saying? It's that type of stuff. And, you know, I, I, I post Melissa a lot because I love her. I do think she's beautiful. But also as new followers come, let me let y'all know, I'm also happily married. Don't even try it. Don't even come over there. My DMs is cold. I'm like, hey, you can't, how you hate from outside the club? You can't even get in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I probably, Keep it like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's very intentional, but I can see how that can also be like, well, you guys got it all together, which isn't the case. Yeah, it's not the case at all. And then even and if you tell the story, say one more yeah, thing. One of the problems I used to have as well, this is in our marriage and in social media, I would compare myself to the trash husbands and be like, oh, I'm better than these guys. Therefore, I must be good. You know what I'm saying? And what's actually more fair is how am I good to my wife? in comparison to the husband I used to be. You know, yeah. these people are trash, but they might be. What? <laughs> Church tambourine. I'm oh, just I thought you wanted to say something. I thought she had a question. I was like, you guys. I thought she was saying something. Yeah, yeah. I, I, thought, she was raising a, I thought she was raising her hand to like, ask a question. I was like, yeah, I like shit, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't speak until you allow her to. <laughs> wow. That was a tambourine. They're taking notes. Oh my God. So yeah, that's, that's the only thing. I, I would say, but it is kind of like, because we don't see a whole bunch of uh, positive images of black love in social media, in media, especially Melissa's skin tone. That's always a thing. Melissa's dark skin. Look how he loves that dark skin woman. And it's like, I don't even want people to think it was my intention to be like, let me find a dark skin woman to love. Yeah. Do this. Like I was 16. I was like, man, that girl is beautiful. That was it. You know, yeah. what I mean? like that was, there was no more thought to it than that. Like this was a beautiful girl. I want to be her girlfriend, her boyfriend. I want her to be my girlfriend. I like her. So <laughs> it was all that. It was just as time went on, you know, people that started to be more of a thing. 
Sorry, I gotta get a charger real quick. Speaking to black love too, like I feel for me, like it was really important for me to wear a ring. Like I wear a ring, Keon doesn't wear a ring, and it's not that like. Yeah. Well, we have, there's a backstory to it. When we first started, even considering having a family, come downstairs, bro. Um, stay both up. If we first started considering, like, even doing all this, she was like, "I don't care about getting married. I don't care about you know none of that." Blah blah. blah. She gets pregnant with Keelan, and she's still on the hype. Like, I don't care, you know, yada yada yada. Because for me, I just never saw a positive like view of marriage. Yeah, there was no reason for it to happen. Then she hits me with the switch up. Like, you know what? Actually, that last name's looking kind of good. Maybe if I could get some of that, that would be great. And I'm just like, okay, I ain't going nowhere. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? So we went to the courthouse and filed some paperwork. That that was it. We ain't never had no wedding. We never did. I'll tell you when it did get real for me, though, when Keelan was born. um, We still weren't married yet. Yeah, we weren't married. And so, you know, the hospital puts her last name on everything. Mm-hmm. and then they're asking me questions like are you the father i'm like well yeah yeah that's what, what are you so I, i'm puffing my chest up like were you are you gonna sign this for you i'm like i can sign anything here this is my kid so i started getting like offended yeah but they don't know they don't y'all ain't got the same last name they don't know that that's your kid they don't know that it's yeah. your family they can't even assume because they don't know the person in the room don't always be the father nope so i was super you know offended and all that and i was like no you're right you're right we, we are getting married we, 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 we doing this right now and so we went down to the courthouse. We got um, married and stuff like that. And then with the ring situation, you know, I mean, Kev know me. I, money, when it comes to spending money, I'd be like, now, hold on. Is this? Is, I Are thought, you Tony Baker? Oh, he, he. Oh, no. Tony ain't got nothing on me. Tony, really? He puts Tony, Tony goes out to, eat. to shame. Keon yeah, be on the Tony- Road when he when stand up comedy was a thing. I'm making me eight chicken thighs for the weekend myself. I, he 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 uses the stuff at the the little. You know how you on the road? And they give you the condo. I cook in the condo. I'm not gonna. Keon making full dinners really? in the condo. Yes. Tony Baker is no no match for Keon. I gotta figure out where I rank in the cheapness. No, you you got nothing on Keon. You're not even cheap. I don't. Maybe I'm not. I'm just. Um, like when I be seeing y'all, when I be seeing y'all Chick Fil A orders, I'll be like, I wish I would. We got Chick Fil A at the house. We got Chick Fil A at the house. What's up, bro? I'm really the cheap one of all of our friends. Yeah, I can't. So you know, she she was like, I'll just wear my mom's old ring, and then you don't even have to wear one. I was like, bet. And I also didn't know until literally like a little while ago that the male wedding you can get those like rubber ones for like ten dollars. Beyond this, know wedding that. ring was fifteen dollars. Yeah, I didn't know that though. You, you might have been the one that told me. Yes, yes. it probably was me. But you, $15 it at all. It looked like the real ones that people be like, it looked like the real that? one. That looked good. $15 at Aldo, Keon. I was like, this is perfect for me. Okay. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know. So I was like, I'm not buying no ring. This is stupid. I love you. I ain't going nowhere. What I got to show everybody I got a ring for? Like, but the fact that you didn't even look at the prices, you just oh, assumed. I just assumed. <laughs> because everything everything is all that comes with a wedding is expensive. Like, everything that comes with marriage, is, they, they make it seem like it's expensive. Because yeah. people act like, fool, so I didn't know. Nobody cares about it. Guarantee you, Melissa's ring could cost $8 million, and mine will be $17. And, yeah. you'd be like, and they'll be like, and? Well, nobody, y'all don't really be caring. Yeah. And we, we, I guess another reason we didn't care about the rings is because, I mean, she cared more, like she was saying, She's out with the kids by herself. 
and she's, you know, she don't want to look like, I ain't no baby mama. Like, I'm, I'm out here. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just. But also, I don't want them to think that, like, black men aren't, like, in their child's lives or fathering. Like, that's such a fallacy that, like, black men aren't, like, raising their kids. Like, so that's another thing. I don't want people looking at me, looking at me like, or judging me for. Yeah. And I was just like, I felt like dudes, and this is because this is what the world tells you. I felt like dudes only wear it to, like, you know, fend off women, but I'm like, these women, no one cares at all. You ring, no ring. They don't, they don't care. So you get off that stage. You don't get off the stage. You post a video. They don't care. So in my eyes, I was like, what is this ring going to do? Cause if it ain't going to stop that and you don't care what I'm, I'm going to say my little $10, like why? <laughs> like I just, I don't see the point if it doesn't do anything. Like it doesn't, what, what does it do? What's this magical balance? Beyonce said it, but it's ten dollars though. That's the part. Like Beyonce has dollars. ten dollars. It's not a. I definitely got ten dollars. <laughs> I just be like, oh, for what? Twenty five dollars, Keon. He still ain't gonna have. <laughs> He'll be like, well, I'm gonna put that in savings. Twenty five bucks. Can't go play. He's like, what is that? Did you guys get the car washed? I, I used that twenty five for something I thought was necessary. <laughs> He checks the account like three times a day. He watches it like a hawk. It's you know what it is. It's like our joint account. When you when you have not saying we're rich, but when like when you we went through some financial struggles together. Like I came, I come from a suburban home. Like we were fine growing up. We weren't rich at all, but we were fine. And then the I mean the minute I moved out, I was poor. Like from <laughs> from eighteen on, I was poor. <laughs> We were fine growing up. I left the house and they was like, you're on your own. And it was, you know, apartments, heck of people in one apartment, like cars that didn't blah, blah. And we met, like she was a waitress. She was making good money. And like for me growing up, like my mom always had more money. She was more educated. She always like paid for things. So like I would take him out to eat. Like I would, we would drive my car. I would let him drive my car. Like, I, I, I didn't care that he didn't have any money because like that was normal to me. I was like, okay, well, you're not stopping my life. So because she would be like, let's go to a movie. I'd be like, I tell you right now, movie <laughs> prices are. <laughs> I can't swing it. Like I can't. I have enough for rent. That is it. No extracurriculars. I'm like dinner every night. That's that's an option. Wait, that's wait, a I, have for a you. I have a question, Keon. I want. I'm trying to figure out how much like my dad you are because in a little bit I am. Uh, one of the girls in the comments was like, Melissa's Loki a little bit get uh, bougie, but she knows how to save, and that's Loki how my dad is. Are you the person if your bank account has X, anything below that means you're broke. Anything above that means that's what you could spend. I'm just like I yeah I don't like it to drop. Whatever yeah, your number is. Yeah, I don't, it's just like, so as soon as, as soon as like, you know, like when I'm working, we ain't working right now, but when I was working, you know, and things is good, and she's like, I want to go here, it's nothing. Yeah. It's not, that's fine. COVID hit, and we start paying them bills, and I'm looking at the number, and I'm looking at the, the savings, I'm looking at the number, and I'm looking at the account, and I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, you want to buy a cookie? And I like, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That is. You want to buy a cookie? Hold on, wait, I've been checking the cop like you stopped that. What what cafe is this? What what cafe are you stopping at? And it's you know, it's just it's a habit. Part of it is okay, so like recently we had our house flooded mm-hmm. and the HOA wasn't trying to pay for it and insurance it was like a whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. We're staying at friends' houses and luckily one of her friends had like a um 
like a pool house that we could stay in. And it, but it was just like we had, it was just, and we had to come out of pocket before the insurance kicked in. Right. So we had to pay 10,000 to fix the house. And I was like, you know, this is why I say, like, this is why I'm cheap because like, even though it was annoying, but we had it. Because if it was up to me, we'd be homeless. Right. Like I need him in my life. This COVID gave Melissa Kevin is enough, enough. <laughs> COVID gave Melissa, because I'm like, you know, the last two years, kid, I'm like, I'm touring, you know, outside of me getting canceled, it's looking good. She was like, you never know, you never know. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I always have comedy. This year came and Corona was like, huh, remember how you felt about comedy? You don't have that. I was like, what you talking? So now she's like, well, 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 look right. like, thank God we saved, like you would get canceled because you were canceled. Right. Infectious disease. And even the last two years of my career was the first time I even started making real comedy money. Yeah. Before that, it was, you know, we was getting by. Yeah. Like in the early days, before he was born, we were living in a studio. We were sharing her car. That car got repossessed. Mm-hmm. We were riding the bus. We were... He got my car repossessed. You weren't making the payments. I, I didn't, didn't know that. that. a parking ticket. And then they found out where the car was. She wasn't making payments. I've been, I've been hiding it for years. Yeah, didn't tell me. I didn't know that. So I get a ticket, they find the car, they take it. I that where it was. <laughs> I didn't know that at all. I had no clue. I'm thinking the car good. You know what I'm saying? So we, I mean, we were struggling from, I mean, God, when we moved to LA from that point until, man, a few years ago, it was struggles every month. I'm like, okay. Oh, a show just came through. Thank God. We can, yeah. we can, we gonna make it this month, you know? And it was just bad. And then, we, like I said, we had no car. We had nothing. You know, every every other month we borrowed from somebody just to, you know, all that. It was just terrible. And then she got she got pregnant. And um, I remember we were going to my grandpa's house for Easter. And uh, we took the bus there. You know what I'm saying? Because how else are we going to get there? And it was my job to make potato salad. So she's on the bus, crowded bus, pregnant with a bowl of potato salad. And I remember looking at her and I was like, man... Four letter word, this, I'm done. We went to the dealership. We we got a car, like I think two days later, I just started grinding. Like, I'm like, I'm not gonna allow her to live like this. Like I'm not, I needed to see the pregnant potato, potato salad. I need it, I snapped. And I was like, nah, I, I, I can't. You her holding that potato salad. She just looked at you know, he's like, you ain't never going to hold potato salad on no, the bus. No, I, I couldn't, like. It's all warm now. I think all men have that provide and protect. It's just something that maybe maybe you're just socialized. Man. My dad told me his story. He said when he was, you know, he was broke, chilling, and then my mom got pregnant with me, and he had that same moment. He was like, and I just, I just turned it on, and I just was like, I'm a. He did some stuff he had to do to get the money at the time, which, <laughs> which it doesn't matter, but <laughs> doesn't matter. Got your limitations. But, from then on, then he got you know the steady job and the benefits and all. It was just like, yo, you gotta. You got, you got, this is my family. I got to take care of them. So then I just started grinding harder. And then, you know, once you start putting in the work, God will bless you with, you know, the financial part and all that. And then. He knows God. He was having sex all them summers. He didn't know, he didn't know the Lord at all. I knew him. I just was like, but bro, I mean, I see you. I see you. I know. I see you. I'll be back to you later. Give me some time. You. You, you, you know about the prodigal son? Yeah, I got to see him a lot too. 
I'm like, it's Saturday right now. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll talk about it. You know what I mean? And then I will know. definitely feel bad. I feel bad sometimes while I'm doing it, but I'll reserve that until tomorrow. Oh, that that's a fact. Sometimes right after I'd be like, I don't need to be living like this. This is immediately after. I'd be like, this is just come yeah. on, Keon. Keon, you're a good guy wrapped up in a jerk. <laughs> He's a bacon hot dog. I tell people all the time, I can't go to strip clubs because I do this the whole time. Like, I can't go. Because I'll walk in there and be like, woo, look at this. And then immediately I'll be like, but his, what, how, how does her father feel about this? What went on in her life that is making, you don't have to do this, sweetie. You are a queen. Like, and he I doesn't want to spend any money. So I'll be going through it. <laughs> like, you're a queen. And then somebody walk by, I'll be like, but look at what the Lord made. Oh, my God. That is fantastic. But if I give you this, I could have got my car washed for that. I'm, I just... I be going through a range of emotions. I like I can't. Everybody, every time somebody's like, "You want to go to strip club?" I'm like, "No, I can't. I don't. I don't mentally want to put myself through that because I'm I'm all over the place." I, I can't. Twenty dollars. Wally's like, "No, no, no. Yeah, but no, no. I was like, no. 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 I'm like I, I want to empower the black woman, but no, support small business. I can't. Uh, it's just <laughs> tip your waist staff. No. I remember the last time I went, I fell asleep. The last time we went, it was my boys' bachelor party. I fell asleep in the back. Cause I was just like, I can't, I can't contribute. I want to see, but I ain't gonna give her no money. But crisis every time they pull up. To every time, bro. Like I just, I'm in this. But people always want to talk to him. Like they treat him like a therapist, and I don't understand why. Like people always want to tell them his problem. He's honest. Everything's black and white for him. There's no in between. People would just be I, like, I'll have a boy over and we'll start drinking. He'd be like, <laughs> and he'd just unload. And I'd be like, okay, all right. Uh, this is what we're doing now, I guess. All right, cool. Like what, I, what I'm working on as a person and with her and with my kids and everybody is like keeping the honesty, but also tying in the empathy and the sensitivity. And because I was just so like, Okay, you got beat up. Get over it. What you crying for? You'll get a new eye. You know what I mean? Like it was just I, I couldn't I didn't I didn't get it. I didn't get when people would just cry over stuff. I'm like, what are you crying for? The first she seen me cry twice in eight years, and it was the birth of my kids. That's it. So awkward. You got me cried twice this weekend. <laughs> what I'm talking about once I started feeling my feelings on this podcast, I have been. Uh, it's like once you open that door, you cannot close it back. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm the, like, the, I tried to go in the bathroom and cry. And she was, I was like, get out of here. Uh, at least close the door. I don't want the kids to hear. Should they hear? Like in Monica. Have you seen, have you seen uh, the other sister? Uh-uh. Uh, it's, a part, it's a part where he gets a bad grade. They're, they're special needs, but they're dating. And he gets a D in the class. But his girl sees it, and she's like, are you okay? He's like, can you leave it alone for a minute? <laughs> like, couldn't. He was like, just get out of here. I don't want you to see this. But honestly, that's just not my makeup. Like, I'm just not that. And that's my mom is like that. My dad and my brothers are emotional. Mm. My mom is the one, you know what I mean? She could see a, a, a puppy get hit in the middle of the street. She'd be like, oh, the dog. But, you know, that happens. And then that'd be it. Like, that. And that's how I am. Like, I, I could feel, I feel you. Like, I'd be like, oh, that sucks. You know what I mean? But I'd be like, okay, now how long are you going to cry about this? They'd be like, it, it just happened yesterday. I'd be like, okay, but you know, it's been 24 hours. That's enough. Like, I was with you at first. Yeah, and that's the one thing he really helped me with because I would hold on to things for so long and have so much anger. And he was like, all right, I'm going to give you 24 hours to like be to yourself. And then like, we got to talk about it and move on. 
And for me, that was like life changing. Well, because what ha- what happened? And part of the reason we were getting so many arguments is because she was hoarding stuff that I didn't know. Right. Hoarding. So, yeah, she would hoard feelings and harbor feelings that I didn't know, and then she would blow up, and I'd be like, over popcorn. And then she'd be like, well, that's because you did. And I'd be like, well, if you would have just told me that three months ago, I could have knocked that out. Eve, that would have been. Yeah. So I got tired of arguing. So basically, I was like, hey, just tell me. And she had to learn that I don't be tripping on stuff. So once she yeah. learned that it's not a big deal to tell him, I was like, yeah, just tell me up front. And we can knock that out and be done with it. Because I'm not trying to have these big old arguments. This is a waste of time and energy. And then it messes you up mentally. And then we can't have the sex. And then I, I don't, you know, I don't need that. I'm so glad it's not just me. It's like, <laughs> so easy to please. It's so loose to do that. <laughs> where we start, it always ends up, man, at the end of the day, we can't have sex if you feel like this. So, right. Everything, yeah. everything I'm about to tell her, everything, I'll be like, should I wait till after? Because and then we recently discovered we both do that. Like we will both wait till after the smash to reveal stuff. So I'll tell her some truth or something that might make her upset. She'll tell me about some money she just spent after, after the smash. Then it's like, by the way, um, if you see a nine hundred dollar charge, uh, by that time I don't even be caring. I'm like, well, sometimes you guys spend some money. You know, that's just what it is. <laughs> yeah, at that time you know, get whatever, girl. It's not yeah. You know, if we're homeless, don't worry about it. <laughs> I love okay, how you so after the smash. That's hilarious. We be, we be reveal city after that, but it's like, you know, whatever. But we really don't. We, we, we argue and stuff, but it's just because we have these, like, rules or whatever set in place. Like, we have a 24-hour rule, and that's like she was saying. You uh, you can be as mad as you want to, whatever, but you can't hold that on and then carry it on to the next. Like, you got to – we got to address it after that. And I realized I had to give her time to process Right. right, because I'm on. I'm a, I'm a I'm a comic. I, my brain works a certain way. I want to get to the issue now, knock it out, and be done. I can work like that. Where she's like, "Hold on, I'm still. There's a lot going on here. There's I can't." So then, because she can't get her point out, now we're arguing. And I'm like, "Well, this is this. You sound stupid because nothing you're saying is making sense. But in her head, it's making sense. But she can't get it out because she never had a chance to process it. Mm-hmm. So, and I learned this. We were having an argument, and. uh I mean, she's making no sense. Like, not. And I'm like, you don't see how that's hypocritical? So I was, I was trying to give her an example. You know how you try to soften it? So here, hear me out. You're saying this is the same and this is different? Like, this, how are these different? I'm trying. I'm doing all I can. Oh, don't correct me. She don't care. <laughs> she does not care. So finally, I'm like, I start laughing. I was like, you know what? I, I just, I'm not going to do it. I don't care. Two or three hours later, she opens the bathroom door and goes, it's different because, and lays out, <laughs> lays out a response that makes complete sense. I said, why didn't you just say this two hours ago? Because I didn't have it all together then. I, I and so my chambers, <laughs> line up the evidence and let the story come to me. Uh, I love that she started in the middle of a thought. It's different because, boop, boop, right, bro. She just opened the door and she was like, this is why it's different. And mind you, I just happened to still be down here eating. I might have been gone already, but I, I was just still, and I looked up and she was like, and then she said, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I said, if you just said that, that would have, well, I, I had to, and from then on, I learned, okay, I'm going to give you some time to gather because when you just start spewing it out, it's, it's not making sense. And I'm so logical. I'm such a logical thinker. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. 
that, that, that doesn't you're not so i just give her time um, yes i had over the last house thing that that was the thing i had to learn um it was obvious we were losing the house and it was obvious that we had to move and melissa knew that that was obvious and she was still like no but i want that house <laughs> and i don't want to move and i'm like i but i but the market they <laughs> and she was like i know what they said but i want it and i don't want to move and i'm like the children have school i we have to and she, she knew obviously she's a very smart woman she's aware of the circumstances but in her mind she needed to process the feelings associated with the logic that she was presented with and she, and i have the ability to be like well that sucks moving on and she's like no i can't do that i need to sit with this first and that's all i'm going to do today it feels i was like are you really going to feel sad about this all day she was like maybe for multiple days <laughs> <laughs> until I feel better about this, I am not doing nothing. And it was easier to understand once I knew that, as opposed to one mistake I tried to do a lot earlier, was uh, it's, Keon, it's totally fine. He's, there's nothing you can do to control him. He's yeah. fully awake. You, you've lost that. No, this, this is the other one. He has a full Spider-Man mask on and they're, they're fighting. Oh, uh, Spider-Man right yeah, now. I mean, come I on. I, yeah. I mean, he may as well be Tobey Maguire right now. The neighborhood's now. in danger. The <laughs> love hour's not going to stop. You've got to save. Yeah. yeah. But, um, trying to force Melissa to see things the way I do is <laughs> I just saw him when I looked down. <laughs> he popped in like Miles Morales. Um, <laughs> it's useless because she's not processing that. And we yeah. and to process things her way for certain things. <laughs> We've ran out of our time. I know. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, the phone. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, I needed her to be herself, and that was necessary for some times in our marriage. And she needed me to be my way, and that's necessary for other times in our marriage. And that's why us being married makes both of our lives better. You know what I'm saying? Because I would spend more money if it wasn't for her, and this year would be looking totally different if I had my way. Yeah. I want to say though, because Kevin, Kevin makes it seem like that's when we lost the house. That's not what I was. It was when we were trying to debate if we were going to get the smaller house or the bigger house. Oh, that was even a bigger That issue. I couldn't decide. But the problem, again, to Cardi's point, is that um, I, too, need the time to, like, process. Sometimes I, I can, I've done this on the love hour, where I'm, like, working through what I'm thinking in real time. And so sometimes the points are disjointed. It's like, girl, it's loosely there, but it's not all the way connecting. So I don't really know what you're trying to say. So I need time to say, okay, what am I actually trying to say? What am I actually being heard about, heard about? Or what is actually offending me? What am I actually mad about? How does that relate to what just happened? Okay, can you narrow that down to something that happens all the, all the time that's like a recurring theme? Do you have three examples? Because he's going to ask you for three examples. Okay, check. Now let's have this discussion. Like, I am the same. I need that time to, like, gather my case together. Because if you're going to poke holes, then I need to be ready to defend and protect. Yeah. yeah, and I had to stop arguing to be right. So that was really the time that I was like, okay, let me just stop and really think through this because like I have the ability to maybe make an impact on his thinking or his way of thinking. Um, and so I have to make sure that this is clear and it's really coming from a good place and something that I'm really trying to help him understand. Um, otherwise we're just going to get stuck. Right. 
And that's the thing. And that's also why I think it's one of the important points I think we're kind of circling around is that you really do have to be in tune with yourself to identify what you need. Even going back to when you guys said you guys were dating, it was like, okay, these are the non-negotiables if we're going to be back together. You have to really be in tune with yourself, what your needs are, what your demands are, what you're, what you're willing to negotiate on, what you're not willing to negotiate on, because it's the only way that you'll be able to present that to your, your spouse for in order, again, going back to our last episode, for them to show up for you in the way that you need. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that if you're not in tune with yourself. Literally over the course of like the last year or two, Kevin and I have been going through like this metamorphosis, so to speak, in our own relationship. And it's really me <clears throat> identifying, he always does this and I don't like it. Why don't I like it? What is it? Because then otherwise you start arguing about uh, yesterday you said I was, you picked up my cup and I didn't like it. Well, girl, that's stupid. I picked up your cup. What's really the issue? And so I have to be like, okay, instead of saying this specific thing, this action is bothering me, what is it at the root of it that's bothering me? Is it because I think you're being condescending? Is it because I think you're being disrespectful? Is it because I think you think I can't do? What is it that's really going on? And sometimes those don't always come out in the heat of the moment. You picked up my cup and I didn't want you to pick up my cup because I was about to grab it and drink it. Well, girl, that's so stupid. Like, who cares? And it's really yeah. something deeper. And it's something that it's a pattern that you've noticed over time that you haven't quite been able to articulate. And so I usually have to sit back with myself and kind of identify what that is. Yeah, she recently just did that with me and it helped a ton. Um, every time like I would like mention anything, she would get really defensive, like so defensive and then try to fire back on me. And I'm like, Okay, yeah, you're right. I did did that. Now, what does that change? Did that change the fact that you did that? Like, did it change? What are you doing? And I couldn't figure out why she was always doing this. Why she was always being so defensive, but like, couldn't take ownership or anything. And then finally came out. She was like, "Sometimes I don't like how you say stuff to me. Like, you, when you say condescending, that's what she said. She was like, you talk and it's condescending. Like, you're so much smarter or you're whatever like that. And it's like, and that was me again addressing how I deliver things. Right, right, right. And, right. and I had to tell her. I mean, she, she was like, she was like, first of all, I'm not one of your friends. I'm not, I'm your wife. I did a certain way you talk to me. Yada, yada. And I had to explain, I didn't excuse it. I said, I hear you. This is why I did it. I won't do it anymore, but this is why I do it. I grew up with all brothers, teammates, and comedians. So like taking shots and saying something like the smart, you know, that, that's just how we do it. If you drop something and it's my boys, my brother, I'm like, good job. Do, you know, yeah. but with her, I'm like, I can't be roasting you for making mistakes or, you know, whatever. And so I had to learn how to speak with her versus my brothers and my friends and things like that. Cause it's different. It is. And, but I didn't know why she was until she said it. I was just like, yeah, that's great. But what does that change the fact that you didn't do this? And right. then she's like, blah, blah. and then she finally revealed that. I'm like, oh, oh okay. That, I mean, it only took, you know, like six years, but you know, she finally, she finally told me, you know, <laughs> why she does. what but, I, yeah, the communication. It is. And it is. And Cardi, uh, Cardi Dad, I'll let you speak as well because I wanted to get your input on this specifically. But I know uh, it probably took me six years to articulate that to Kevin as well, because you do have to like, uh, okay, uh, you do have to center yourself and figure out, okay, he really did just pick up the cup. So what is it really that I'm upset about? And then you go back again and think over different scenarios in order to like 
pinpoint and put a piece together. And when you're married to a comedian, Kevin, I, the conversation you just said, you guys had, I had to have with Kevin. And it didn't click for me until one time he was actually talking to Joshua and he said, the joke always comes first. And that's when the light bulb went off. I said, that's what you're so hard. Yes. It's so hard. It's so hard as a comedian. Year 15 of marriage. Literally in the last, this year, maybe last year, I literally, that conversation was the light bulb that I needed where I was like, when you're with me, I don't want to be the joke first. I always want to feel like that I am safe with you, that I am protected by you. Joshua remembers. Wow. We've had a conversation. And the comedian in me is like, you are missing gold here. I mean, <laughs> she is just lobbing up gold But for you, you feel, and I, this is the conversation you, I had to have with him. It's vulnerable. It's, um, yeah. I'm exposed and I'm supposed to be your wife. And now, and Kevin, I don't know about you, Keon, but Kevin will go in. And if he gets a laugh, he's coming back. And if he gets another laugh, he's coming right back. Like he is going to try to kill you with laughter. And I'm the victim. I am your wife. <laughs> I don't care about your little stupid joke. I'll burn this whole down. Everything gotta burn. The whole comedy club, all your friends, everything gotta go. And Kev's defense is a joke. It's so it's such a, a involuntary response. Like it's something we really. She did something the other day, and I literally bit my lip. Like she, I was about to say something, and I was like, you know what? It's not necessary. Plus, I have to leave in like thirty minutes, and I don't feel like arguing for thirty minutes. Like, and it wasn't even a big deal. When you when you take a step back, you didn't have to take that shot. You didn't have to, but like you just want to. That's just what you do. But she she a lot of a lot of our. Thing, but when she asks me something that I feel like is a dumb question, that's when I'd be like, and I'll just, she'd be like, just answer the question. Just, I don't want to hear it. Just answer the question. You know, it's funny, Keon. So I ran into that issue. And make sure we like hard to speak. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another part of it was because of my position at All Deaf, would exacerbate it when Melissa would ask me something about like, this industry. Everybody would always, comedians, employees, they would ask me and it was like, your word is the way. You say it and I will go do it. And then when I would tell Melissa, she'd be like, okay, but then I'm not doing that. And I'd be like, but I, but I said you should. And I'm the one with a million followers on this platform. This is what you should do. But I'm also not doing that. And I might not do that on purpose just because you told me to do that. Because Kevin wants to come at you with such authority. And I'm like, how about we have a dialogue? Like, why do you have to be the authoritative figure in this? And I'm not used to being the dialogue. People ask, hey, Kev, what do you think? How do I do this? And then I tell them, they're like, thank you. And Melissa will be like, Kev, what do you think? How do I do this? And I'll tell her, she'll be like, nah, I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> and also, this has been done this way before. And also, this and that. And I'm like, Okay, well then do it your way. No, but you, I want to have a conversation. But like, I just told you what I want and then you said no, but then you still want to talk about it. So yes, Keon. Is that how you feel? Yeah. Everything they just said. Yeah. Well, one thing I do want to mention too is that like with Keon, I think too, like growing up and always like being in chaos, like I wanted to maintain the appearance of like everything is good, we're all good. So, like, I never wanted to argue in front of other people. I think that's really uncomfortable. Like, I never wanted to have any, like, uncomfortable moments in front of people. And so for, like, Keon, like, he would just shoot off. And so he would just have, like, we would have a confrontation or he would just say exactly what he felt, like, in front of other people. And that was a big thing to me. Like, we can do this behind closed doors. Like, we can have any kind of a conversation, like, you know, whatever it is. But, like, I never want to do that in front of people. 
Um, but then I remember even like our neighbor was like, Oh, you guys just seem so happy. And like, part of me was like, damn, should I have him like beat me up in the backyard? Like, this is just so much pressure. But at the same time, like, I don't ever want people to have something to talk about. And I don't ever want to do something that makes them uncomfortable, like in our presence. Yeah. And it is uncomfortable when other folks are arguing. And I, I mean, she, when she told me that I said, you're, I get it. You're hundred percent correct. I was like, and I, if I got to scream in a paper bag and just fire off to yep. myself, I'll do that. If, and it's, and sometimes it is, especially if it happens in that moment and you're out with it and you're just like, why would you and I'll just be like, Kyle, it's hard. That makes hard. sense. And what I also struggle with is for me, I want things to be one way all the time. If you want me to do this, every time I do this, you should re- <laughs> you should respond this way. And then when I do this the next time you should, and then it's just not like that. And I want it to be like that. And it's, it's so much, it's, it's so interesting to hear you say that same thing. And, um, like, you're like, I don't want it to be like that. And you're like, Keon's like, but okay, I won't, I don't. All right. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not second nature for you. So therefore it takes that much more effort to honor that request. You know what I mean? And I don't be tripping. It, I just have to put in the work. Like, I'm like, you're right. Everything she's ever told me, everything she's ever requested, I'm like, you're correct. I just have to really try. <laughs> like, so I'm working on it. So, like, now, like, I remember one time I thought she was setting me up on New Year's. She was like, so what are you, what are some things you think we need to work on? I was like, what, what, what are you doing? Why, why are you asking me this? What is, what is this? Why is this a thing? I started looking around, like, are your friends here? Are you, are you? documenting this for a story you're writing why why are you doing this and it's just really like it's it's actual because I, I never understood when people say you know marriage is work i'm like well anything you love it should be hard and you'd always associate work with hard and then now i understand when they mean work it's like basically working on yourself a lot of people want to fix their spouse and it's like you need to work on you yes and that is hard to be this way your whole life and then somebody else is a part of your life and you gotta, you're pretty much the same thing. And it's like trying to rock together and adjust to, yeah. that's hard. What's even harder than really you hard. in your marriage. And right. that, that is not gonna be acceptable anymore. That's even harder. Cause like, but you used to let me get away with this. Yeah, but no more. But it was easier that way. Yeah, yeah but no more. You know what I mean? Like that's even harder. Yeah, but I will always acknowledge that she's not wrong. Like, she's not... Melissa isn't either. She's not wrong at all. And I think she said that earlier in her, you know, even when it came to, you know, our discussions, our arguments, I think relationships aside, I think when people talk, people talk to be right. And it's like, no, you both can be right. Just listen. Just listen to what that person is saying. And, you know what I mean? And then if you take that and then apply it, one thing is listening and one thing is applying yeah, a lot of people like I heard you, but you're still doing the same thing. But I, I yeah. heard you though, right. <laughs> but but you're not changing. Yes, and you know it's just it's just working. I understand what that means. I was like, oh no, it's not that marriage is hard. It's just that you 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 do gotta gotta work. And I highly recommend therapy. I think it should be free to everyone, especially people of color, because I really had to face what I went through and who I was and how much it changed me to really be able to be in this relationship. Like there's just no way I could have carried on the way I was and for us to actually evolve. And he's the only person that really pushed me to evolve. Oh, here you go. I know I wasn't. I'm sure somebody else in life came along and did that for you. It wasn't me. I'm just a guy here giving you some kids and stability. This is what it's like being married to a comedian. (laughs) Y'all who want to 
want to know, this is what it is. Try to have a moment and let them just. Is the guy here to give you some kids and toast to some <laughs> I just. She's always building me up, though. It's it's. But she, I tell people all the time, like she's dope, and I, I've been making it a point to tell her that she's dope more frequently. Because when I'm out, though, especially if I haven't had a taste or two after a show, they'd be like, "Are you married?" I'd be like, "Let me tell you about the wonderful woman I'm married." If I'm lit, oh my god, it's just her, 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 her. If I've been drinking, it's just my wife is this and she's that, and we got kids. And you know what? Even when we argue, it ain't really that big of a deal because she's a dope communicator. She's so funny. She fine. did I show you a picture? She fine too. Did I show you that, sir? This and is just windy. like and then... <laughs> you said what? I said, so what? Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want the Baconator or not? Oh, yeah. Let me just oh, Wendy's. How did I get But I'm trying to get to a point where I tell her that stuff more often and, like, just tell her how special she is and how dope she is and how, like, I'm honestly super lucky to have, like, she is the person that made me be like, you know what? I don't want them streets no more. This is, this is good. I'm good. I'm good here. And for several reasons, she has so many qualities. I can't even pinpoint one. She has so many dope qualities. Where I'm just like, yo, she is dope. Like, when people say the whole friend thing, I'm like, no, this is my homie. Like, we be kicking it. Like, we oh, have fun. That is the best part of my relationship. Melissa and I built a friendship prior. And it's so much easier to build a relationship on top of a friendship. Because you feel like, yeah. oh, this person is also my friend who's looking out for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes yeah. the marriage will make you feel like you're at odds, but underneath is like, you're my friend still, it's easier to deal with that stuff as opposed to like not having that foundation. Yeah. And I don't worry about Keon because he cannot deal with other women. He cannot, <laughs> He his tolerance and his impatience is like just ridiculous. Like the reason why I was so single, because yeah, I don't, I don't have that. Like I don't have the patience to like, if we, if we don't make it, then I'm just, that's it. That's just it. Like he'll, the just re- be, he'll just the- be in the streets again. <laughs> and I don't even think I can do that. I don't even think I do the streets again because I'm so used to dealing with, you know, this. And as soon as some lady was like, you know, why didn't you? I'm out. I'm done. I don't, I don't need, I don't need, I'm not, I don't want to do this. I'm, I'm done. I could not date because of that. She was pretty, I tell people all the time, she was the only one I would put up with. Even the slide, because I was like, no, I like her enough to do that. Like, I like, like, if this is. But the people, like, I get annoyed with people. I don't really like people. I'll be honest. I don't. People. Right. It's just, yeah. And she, but she, I mean, I like her. I like, I like. Oh. I like, I like being around her. Man. Like, like when quarantine hit, I was like, oh, we get to hang out for three. Yes. <laughs> we was kicking it tough. When quarantine hit, we was putting the kids to bed earlier. We was like, we about to hang out. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I, I love hanging out with her. Um, I think that's it. Did you guys have anything else? Kev has to use the restroom. No. We have another <laughs> yes. meeting in like 15 minutes. So did you guys want to end with anything that we didn't get to, wanted to say, or maybe get across? What are some things you okay, think Okay, also by, I have to be bad. Like, okay, go. Okay, bro. Uh, that you guys... No, it was a closing question. I know, but it's just they're talking. Oh, child, bye. Okay, go to the bathroom. Wash your hands. Uh, maybe one thing that you... What did I want to say? That maybe people have a misconception about you guys that maybe you guys wanted to get out as like a closing. Oh, I'd love to know what people think about us. Uh, I, I, really I think people think we got it all together. We, oh, yeah. we do not. No. And it's just we go through our things. I think because we're so transparent, yeah. And we put everything out there all the time. People are like, look, look, they're real. They're, and it's just like, no, we have our thing. 
I guess one thing I will say we had a we had a conversation. When was the the the, the truth conversation? Like a year ago? Oh yeah, uh, a year ago. A year, two years ago, ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Born. Or that yeah, was from zero. Anyway, we had that. we had two back to back conversations months apart where we pretty much just said we're gonna just from past to present all honest feelings, and that was the two best talks we ever had ever. And I tell people all the time that honesty in your relationship, even if it's going to cause argument, even if it's going to whatever, just be truthful because it's just better. It's just like, I don't feel like tiptoe anymore. I don't, you know, like we're trying to protect. I'd be like, yo, this is what it is. Yada, yada, yada. And I don't believe in a hundred percent because I think some things you, you should keep. Mm-hmm. So we're like, we're like at like 96. We're like 96 honest with each other. You know, 4% keep that, please. I don't want to, you know. But I do believe, I guess in my closing, I would say once we had those, those honesty t- and just the, the transparency, it's, it was a load. I told her this is a load off. I didn't want to hold that stuff. Yeah. And I, I was wanna... like keeping all these secrets about debt. And finally I was just like, you know what? I owe this much money. So <laughs> let's just go ahead and pay it off. Cause that is so crazy. I love, love, love this. And I also think, um, one of my favorite things as I've had so many guests on the podcast, especially like just the real uh, married couples, that a lot of times we always as, you know, married public figures, whatever, uh, people, we share a lot of our like troubles and our struggles and people be like, that's why I don't want to get married. I'm going to stay single, whatever. And one of the things that I think was brought out with hearing about you guys is that really marriage is beautiful. It's, it's such a sacred, beautiful union of two people with two completely separate upbringings, completely separate ideologies, uh, thoughts, everything, and coming together and negotiating a new life that is now ours. It's a beautiful thing. It's it requires work. It requires humbling yourself. It requires showing up didn't know you needed to show up in it requires all of those things but when you do it and things are clicking and things are good such a beautiful and i think especially when it's with the right person because a lot of people think like oh i just have to work at this because i'm married already or like we just have to make this work because like we're already here and it's like no you don't like if that's a toxic person and they don't want to evolve and that's not the right person like you don't have to stay in that yeah 100 percent Okay, this actually was a great conversation. Uh, I laughed a lot. I need laughter a lot these days. Uh, tell the people where they can follow you on the uh, Beyonce's internet. And I know you guys do a new um, show, I think you guys do on Thursday? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, on Thursdays we do a live. What's your, on your social media? Oh, um, my social media on Instagram is don't judge me at this camel toe at this oh underscore God, camel not Don't judge me. Say it again for the people because I was like, that's not right. But I see it was a whole sentence you were saying. Okay, say it again because I interrupted you. <laughs> at this camel toe at this underscore camel underscore toe. That is my IG handle. Uh, yeah, um, I'm at Keon Poli on everything, YouTube, Instagram, everything. It's just my, I use my name for everything, so it makes it real simple. And then uh, every Thursday night, we do a, a, 
uh, IG Live. We go live on IG for one hour, and then we post it after. So we go live every Thursday night at 9 uh, Pacific Standard Time, and we do a thing called Throwback Stories where we just share an old story that usually spirals off into you know, other things and whatnot or whatever. But we do that every Thursday at 9. All right. Thank you for being an amazing married couple and for sharing your hilariousness, your story, and your love with us. So thank you guys so much for having us. Thank you guys for the people that joined us on our Patreon. Do not forget the Love Hour Conference. By the time this comes out, it will be next week. Actually, it is next week. Uh, listen, the way that I'm ready, I'm going to just take five, two minutes. I'm going to take 35 seconds. You said you want to eat? Uh, the way that I am so excited for this conference to be here and like get it started so I can move on to something else in my life. I am so excited. So it will be July 10th and 11th. My birthday is the 11th. Hey, eh, cancers. All right. Uh, I don't be doing all that, but hey, cancers. Uh, happy birthday to me. Uh, make sure you guys sign up at thelovehour.com. Oh, Keon, they were telling you to say something about daddy issues. You have a podcast with. Oh, like- my bad, my bad, my bad. They always, I always forget and they always get on me. Me and Tony are trash at that. Uh, me and Tony Baker have a podcast called Daddy Issues, and it drops on all streaming platforms every Wednesday for the most part. Every once in a while, it's off day, but every week, uh, there's be one dropping tomorrow. Uh, well, I don't know when this airs, but be Thursday, so yesterday. Okay, so every Wednesday, it drops on all the social media platforms. Me and Tony Baker, and we just talk about being black fathers, and it spirals off and other stuff, but black fathers never have a voice on anything, so that's what we talk about, and uh, yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much. Until next week, we're doing starting the series on infertility, which I'm really um, excited and honored to do. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And that's it, child. We see y'all later. Okay. Bye. Thank you.